to another episode of Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza. And today we're going to be talking about the situation that's going on in Ukraine. Very kind of like a heavy subject to talk about. It's a little more serious than most of the stuff that we talk about, but it's also important to address it because of how like crucial it is to people's lives and like how mm-hmm. it's affecting not just them, but it's also had an after effect on everybody and their responses to it. Yeah, it's like, like you said, literally everybody's involved in the situation in some way or another. And if you're not directly involved, you're being affected by it, especially with all of the sanctions that essentially pretty much the whole world has placed on Russia at this point. It's going to affect everyone's economies. So even if you're like, oh, I don't get into politics like that, like you're going to be affected regardless. Like, I mean, like that's something that a lot of people around um, here are talking about in Bloomington Normal. Our uh, gas prices going up, yep. which like is obviously a problem. And that's already been like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like we've already been having high gas gas prices. Yeah, and just it's just going to go up even more because yes. Russia is such a huge oil exporter. Mm-hmm. So it's also just like like we said, it's a it's in repercussion. It's not just stuff that's happening in U- Ukraine. That's mm-hmm. a f- that's happening to them in Ukraine. Like it's affecting that everybody that's in the entire like world basically yeah because this is like power takeover like it's scary like i it's scary to see people like just being killed and losing their homes like completely innocent people like it's so sad yeah i mean that people have been talking like if you guys aren't familiar or you don't go with on social media that much when this whole thing first started there was so much discussion of is this going to escalate into world war three you know people were getting that concerned about this which it doesn't look like it should be. Um, speaking of, I wrote an article for the Vedette, which is what we work for, and I interviewed <laughs> some experts about what their thoughts went, and you should check that out if you haven't. Pretty much what they said, though, is that um, they don't think this is going to escalate into World War Three. although one of them, I talked to two experts. One said they thought he would stop after Ukraine. The other thought he would um, keep going, but that's like, he would get involved in non-NATO countries because that's the issue that's going on right now is people can't do anything militarily because mm-hmm. Ukraine is not a NATO country. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, the whole just, like, the whole situation and just seeing, like, for example, um, I was watching the news and there was this um, tennis player from Russia. And oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he wrote on the camera, like, no war, please. Mm-hmm. And, like, what people don't realize is, like, that man's probably, if he goes back to Russia, going to be not alive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like... It's the the system, the way it works there. Like, people who are protesting who live in Russia and are Russian are getting destroyed, are getting probably murdered because they're doing stuff like that. And it's crazy to see the people actually standing up and saying this is wrong. Like, the Ukraine president, <clears throat> for someone who only has two years of political experience and was a comedian before he was even the president, like, the, the stance that he's taking is very inspiring i think for his country absolutely because he easily could have just fled and went to somewhere safe but he was like no i'm not leaving like this is my country i'm here to fight like Mm -hmm. literally walking around in war gear like that's crazy it's i mean all the videos that i've been seeing on social media of families being broken apart by this event of people literally getting all the way to the polish border or any of the surrounding countries and then the fathers of those families turning away and being like, I'm going to go and fight back for my country and leaving their families is so heart-wrenching and it hurts because you can see how, like, 
they don't know if they're ever going to see them again. And that's so, like, like, we understand that that's what happens with war, but, like, when you, which is so interesting, I think, about how this is happening with during the time of social media. Of we see visually the impact yes. so much more. Literally than, videos on TikTok of these mm-hmm. bombings. Yeah, like that. I've, I've had a couple lives come up on my TikTok of people just live streaming the violence. It's crazy. And it's like, it's it's so, so real. It's so raw. Exactly. And the fact is, like, we didn't, like, we, t- we learn in history books about these other wars, but, like, the fact that when you're, you're, the point that, the good point that you're making is that, like, we are seeing this actually happen before our, our eyes, and it's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I saw a video of Russian soldiers literally in a tank, an army tank, run over this guy in a car, and literally the car was completely under it. And then, I mean, honestly, there was another, I was, like, clicked through the t- Twitter thread, and there was videos of them trying to help this guy, like, he was alive. Like, get him out of this car. And they just left. Mm-hmm. It's just really so scary to see everything that's happening. I just looked at a statistic right now. More than 2,000 civilians have been killed in Ukraine. It's unreal. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. I think why this war is so much more impact. Like, again, with social media, we can see how, like, just how, like, not, not just, like, seeing the violence, but also seeing the people who are affected by it. Mm-hmm. Seeing it all unfold. Because from our experience of growing up, and, like, if I know it's not World War Three, but, like, comparing it to possibly, like, when we would study about World War One and World War Two in history classes in school, we'd only ever see photos, mm-hmm. which are still very impactful and they can be very impactful. But these high-quality videos of the same things that we were seeing, either low-quality videos or black-and-white photos yeah. that make it seem like war is such an old thing and so it's f- so far away... And now we're seeing it in high definition, live time, bold colors, all that kind of stuff. And be like, scary. Mm-hmm. Be like, it's affecting people our age too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just people in their older people who are military people, who are politicians, all that kind of stuff. Like it's affecting regular, regular people. Yeah. People our age. There are people yeah. like it's traumatizing to see those videos. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I feel like it's super important that we can see those videos and see it, but even though it can be hard to watch and traumatizing for some people but at the same time it's showing this is actually happening in our world to innocent people mm-hmm. and like it is so so sad to see it all unfold um one of my friends from home she is was supposed to be going on leave and she's actually in Mo- moscow and she's wow. supposed to go on leave a few days ago and they, and they let her completely put her on lockdown Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and she couldn't leave, and that's so sad. Like, you're sure she can't do anything, and like, also like, you're a an American soldier in Moscow right now. Like, mm-hmm. what can be more terrifying than that? Like, yeah, it's so scary. And people just seeing like videos of like, even just like young people who live in Ukraine, like the young like generation on TikTok, like having to deal with this. Like, like I've been seeing tweets. Like I'm so tired of living through historical events. I retweeted like, in that. my prime, <laughs> like in my prime, like mm-hmm. I no thank you. <laughs> yeah. it's scary and it's like super scary because like what's the what's gonna happen next? Like it's, it hasn't stopped. Uh huh. So it's like everything since 2020 has been like going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, is what people are saying, and probably even earlier than that to be honest. But yeah, for real, it's just like, and then just seeing like. Like, Putin, like, scares the crap out of me. Like, just, like, just the the power takeover, the the hunger for power and mm-hmm. land that he, this man wants is just, like, he will do 
anything it takes to get what he wants, to get that power. Mm-hmm. And that literally means killing people, and he's fine with it, completely innocent people. Yeah, and I think, well, that's the problem for him is, to the, to him, these people are just numbers. He doesn't know them. They're just statistics to him. Mm-hmm. They're not real to him. But, you know, I think that is so... We Everybody gets so caught up in their own lives and their own personal perspective that they don't realize that, you know, some random person that you see on the street also has a life and also is a really important mm-hmm. part of so many other people's lives. And, you know, like, death isn't easy in any situation. Mm-hmm. So multiply that by... I think the last statistic that I'd seen on Russian soldiers killed was 4,500. Mm-hmm. That's 45 hundred families affected oh, that's yeah. you know a whole is that this conflict has the potential to wipe out a whole generation in ukraine and russia mm-hmm. and i don't think people quite understand that and quite understand the impact that that's going to have on those countries mm-hmm. i think another thing a lot something else that the experts talked i want to go back to what you're saying about putin mm-hmm. you know, like they have so like he has such a big ego mm-hmm. and what they were saying the experts were talking to me about is that uh, Putin has this glorified version of what the Soviet Union was, mm-hmm. and they think that's what he's trying to get back to by taking over that's Ukraine and the surrounding areas. Is trying to bring it back to that size and power, yeah, that, like the, and like, the influence that the, mm-hmm. that country had. It's so in like the um, so he's like still living in times that aren't realistic, exactly. Which it's is like, like so that's how a lot of countries are. Different countries that we like. That aren't the U.S. Yeah, I mean, you could even argue it for the U.S. And some, like, I feel like every textbook has, like, the golden era or mm-hmm. the golden age in mm-hmm. their history books. But it's like, when you say those things, you focus on the generations and the people, usually mm-hmm. straight, white, males, Yep. when they were positively impacted by the generation. Like, you yeah, can, I no, think, totally. What, I don't know. This, I could be wrong, but I'm going to pick out the 1950s, for example, as, like, a golden generation of um, the United States. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong. I don't actually re- remember what happened during that era. I just know it's post-World War II. Yeah. And the civil rights movement is kind of picking up during this time, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. that time was not good to be a black American in this country. Absolutely not. Or any minority, or to be a woman in this country. Mm-hmm. But people can still refer to it as the golden, the golden age era, because yeah. before a straight white male... It was a good time to be alive. Yeah, it's just they're not looking at the like the like broader picture. The realistic picture is like we are all people, regardless mm-hmm. of gender, race, anything. So it's just like he's just like very set in what he wants. Putin in like this is what I'm doing, and I'm not gonna I'm do everything it takes to get there. And it's just like really scary to see, especially it's it's even more scary when you see all of these Russian protesters protesting in Russia against their president. Mm-hmm. Like, how does, like, something, I know obviously, like, this man is wired a different way, but, like, if if I were running a country, which is obviously not realistic <laughs> right now, but, like, and my own, people in my own country are protesting against something that I'm doing, don't you think you were doing something wrong? Like... And that's where I think it's, there's got to be some empathy disconnect here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe because he di- he's a dictator, he's so far removed from his people yeah, that he just doesn't understand that. But, you know, not trying to give this man a free pass or anything. No, Absolutely totally. not. But it's, it's, just, just, it's just crazy to me to see, like, this impact. And, like, I, going back on your statement about the fact that we can literally see it unfold in front of us given mm-hmm. social, the access to social media and the internet nowadays. And it's super sad. Like, I, I found myself, 
like I, what was it I was going out I went out to eat with my boyfriend and his dad and on the TV it was was it a basketball game I think it was a basketball game and one of the players was from Ukraine and he had like the Ukraine flag on his back and like during the thing and it literally made me start crying like it, it be, to see like this man he's playing basketball in a different place but like what's happening in his country like how can you play a basketball game like mm-hmm. but he's doing it for his country and it's like so it really like kind of like hits me a different way seeing stuff like this it like makes me so sad to know that like and also then i go and i've been seeing like i've been on the side of tiktok of like how beautiful ukraine is and like was before this and then then you see pictures now and it's literally getting destroyed by, mm-hmm. by the minute yeah and it's so sad to see that and also, I'm just scared of war. Yeah. Like, no, we're just, I, a, it's 2022. Like, nuclear war is a thing, and it's scary, and I... Yeah, I think that was something also that added, that got me real... Like, Biden's say, been saying from the beginning that the U.S. is not going to deploy military mm-hmm. personnel to Ukraine because they're not a NATO country, and we don't necessarily need to get militarily involved yeah. or want to. But um, something that uh, Putin said when addressing, like, everything... Was he, like, pretty, like, it was more of a warning, but, like, it also kind of sounded like a threat Mm -hmm. that if we got militarily involved, he wouldn't hesitate to use nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Because in a snap of a finger, life as you know it is over. Yeah. Isn't that how nuclear war works? Like, from what I, the consensus that I can get, it's, like, a press of a button and it's over with. They have, like, nuclear simulators online, and I've, like, looked at them before (laughs) because I was, like, if one hit Chicago, how far away would I need to be from Chicago to survive? That blast would instantly kill everyone in the surrounding, in, in Chicago, and probably anyone 30, 40 minutes outside of Chicago. Instantly. The entire Everything city of Chicago, just that would is crazy. would be flattened. The entire city of Chicago would be flattened. And then the surrounding area, all the buildings would crumble and people would die from fires and, you know, being crushed to death. And that's what escalates totally even more. And I think, like, kind of a side note, but people, I think, downplay the size and impact of Hiroshima and Nagasaki a lot. Yeah. Because it's not an American experience. Mm-hmm. It was something that Americans did to Japanese, the Japanese and... Not gonna get into the ethics of that, but it's just it's it, another thing. It impacts so many people immediately, and then for generations mm-hmm. after. Oh yeah, it's so crazy to think about, and the fact that like I think again, that it was even said mm-hmm. that it even came out of the mouth of someone who's literally killing innocent yeah. civilians yeah. is so scary. I uh, that's what, another thing. It was like it's the fact that you can say it so casually, and I. Especially now that we know, like, people have done studies on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They've done reports. History textbooks have a lot about it now. Mm -hmm. We know so much about the side effects of living in a nuclear area. Mm -hmm. And how, like I said, how it impacts people for generations after. And these leaders have access to these knowledge, but yet they throw around the term so loosely. Yeah. And I, it bothers me so much. Yes. It scares me a lot. And I don't think, because they're like, oh... I'm going to make the first move so I don't need to worry about somebody. Ne- like, I think, again, with, like, again, a little bit of a side note, but with all of the, all of the like, war video games and stuff like that, like, people use the term nuking very loosely. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's, like, again, not necessarily the fault of people who are just playing video games yeah. for fun, but, like... But people don't realize the actual understanding of what that means and yeah. what that means for life as we know it. Yeah, it's, like... 
you know, oh, I'm going to shoot you, you know, like yeah. just a little fun comment. It's like, okay, now put that in a war ceremony or sorry, cer- not ceremony, situation. Situation, yeah. That's, it has a way bigger impact. Yeah. And again, not saying that video games have anything to do with the situation, but like. But it's just like they. The, the terminology way, and the way that nonchalant. people talk about. Yeah, exactly. It's very nonchalant. And that, and it's like Putin is talking about like, con- like it's basically like Putin's in a video game. He's being so nonchalant exactly. about nuking people. Exactly. Is that's the point you're trying to make. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's scary. Like. I honestly feel that the U.S. isn't doing enough. And then when I hear that he threatens nuclear war, it's like, well, what do you want us to do? Mm-hmm. Send all send all of our soldiers to get nuked and die, and then we have nothing. And then what, is he going to invade the U.S.? Okay, obviously these are very, very crazy accusations I'm making. But I've just <laughs> been thinking about all this stuff. For sure. It's yeah. just like... It's just very overwhelming. And then there's a lot mm-hmm. of, like, especially there are a lot of unknowns because the Russians are so secretive, especially with a lot about this stuff, mm-hmm. is we don't know what their goals are, what their plans are. Like like we said, we don't know if they're going to try and invade other countries after this. They don't know if, if this is going to evolve into a situation bigger than what it is now. It's like, just oh yeah, all of those unknowns are incredibly scary to think about, and a lot of people are getting overwhelmed with it and are... Thinking, assuming the worst. Yeah, and what if what if this goes the way Putin wants, and it goes the way he wants it exactly? Mm-hmm. What's not to say he's gonna get power hungry and keep invading other places, like you just said? Yeah, and that's what people are have been comparing this to Nazi Germany of being like, if we allow him to invade Ukraine without consequences. Yeah, there has to be. We compare it to Nazi Germany when they invaded. I don't remember who they invaded first. Was it Belgium or? Um, Czechoslovakia. I, think I don't know. It, I think but it was, it, I don't like, know. those surrounding countries he invaded, and we essentially just gave him a pass mm-hmm. and be like, okay, stop here. Okay, stop here. Okay, stop here. And so if we keep doing that to Russia, I'm, that's what I'm worried about is yeah. if we don't do anything. Like, I don't, want, no, I don't want to get involved militarily at all, but... But also, I don't really think he cares one bit about these sanctions that exactly. we're giving. He does not. And that's that's what um, when I was talking to these experts, they're pretty much saying that the sanctions aren't going to stop him. You know, they're, yeah. they're not going because what it is is these sanctions don't have any effect on Putin. They have an effect on Putin's people. Yep. So sanctions work in the sense that if they get so bad that the citizens will rise up and overthrow Putin, that's not going to happen no. in Russia because of how tight a grip he has on his control on yeah, the for country. Sure. So obviously, it will have an effect on Russia's economy and. I think the banks have actually been affected there, too, so that actually could throw Putin off quite a bit. Yeah, but I did know that. I, that. I don't think that it's, like, obviously, it's not going to stop him. It's just going to slow him down. Yeah, definitely, you're right. It's just, like, really sad to see the aftermath and just kind of just keep Ukraine in your thoughts, you know, and just mm-hmm. understand that this is actually occurring in our world. Yeah, and it brought up a good point of... Uh, something that I just watched yesterday in one of my classes was the discussion that we have around war. Um, because a lot of people, there's been an incredible amount of support for Ukraine on social media, which there should be. But the way that especially European journalists have been talking about the situation, I've seen a bunch of them comparing it to the Middle East and Africa mm-hmm. and other quote-unquote third world countries and be, them saying that, um, oh, Russia's, or not, sorry, them saying that um, Ukraine is not a third world country. Oh, this, this stuff doesn't happen in Europe. This is, this is why we should be so concerned. This isn't like the Middle East. We're yeah. not like those people. And like othering these people and making them not important 
are saying that their lives don't matter, yeah. what happens in their countries doesn't matter, or that war should be normalized for them is not okay. No, it shouldn't. War shouldn't be normalized anywhere. Mm-hmm. A, a, a ruler of a country trying to take over another country and killing its civilians is not normal. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, it's... It's incredibly important to stay updated on Ukraine and mm-hmm. to get involved and help Ukrainian citizens in any way that you can. Yeah. But it's also important to remember that um, there are other situations happening around the world that you should care equally as much about. Yeah. Um, I have some Palestinian friends, and they've been comparing the situation a lot, being like, why is there so much coverage on Ukraine, but there's no coverage about Palestine? Mm-hmm. Of like how, while the situation has been going on, Israel has still been invading Palestine and been kicking their Palestinian citizens out of their homes, mm-hmm. which is very sad and incredibly important to stay updated on. Yeah. But because we other them and we say oh, they're in the Middle East, that's just what happens. Yeah. We don't pay as much attention it's to wrong. it. Yeah, no. exactly. It's it's definitely wrong and you're 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 right to bring light to the situation. Like yes, all the media coverage right now is on Russia and what's happening in Russia, but like we need to not other other countries, mm-hmm. not other other countries. Like, <laughs> but we need to understand like this has been happening for so long, and why aren't we? I know that there's well, I don't know what we can do, but giving coverage to it will give it an attention to change it. Yeah, and I know that's kind of the situation with I think, again, not necessarily quote me. I don't have this pulled up in front of me, but I do think that the U.S. is strong allies with Israel, mm-hmm. and they're the ones doing the invasion against Palestine, so that might be why we're not covering it as much. Yeah, but true. regardless, it is incredibly important to side with the victims in every situation. Yes, agreed. Like, they're they're called the victims for a reason, yes, unless, like... They're innocent civilians. People are losing their lives. Exactly. And that's for what, no reason. These wars are typically between country leaders, but yet it's the civilians that suffer. Yeah. And it's not okay. No, it's not fair. It's so sad. The repercussions are really sad. Yeah. So we just wanted to talk today a little bit about the situation. Again, if you guys aren't updated, strongly recommend staying updated. Yes, it's a big thing. It's it like we said, it doesn't just affect what them happening in Ukraine and Russia. It's affecting it affects all of us. It affects everyday life. Just definitely keep them in your thoughts and understand how serious and detrimental this situation is to mm-hmm. everyone. And unfortunately it's not probably going to stop anytime soon. So, again, make sure you check out your resources on where you can support Ukrainian citizens. Yes. Make sure you're keeping up to date with reliable news media sources yes. and fact-checking everything you see online mm-hmm. because it's important to know the truth in these situations. And 100%. I think especially with a lot of bots and fake news stuff that's been going around, like, again, just it never hurts to fact-check everything you see. Mm-hmm. And, especially you know, this stuff. If you see something happening and you're like, wow, that's a big deal, double check it. Yeah. You know, it's like if you see something online and it's not being reported anywhere else, chances are it's not necessarily true. True. Yeah. Or at Just least definitely it's check it. not fully explained and fully accurate. Yeah. You know, like definitely not. Yeah. So definitely check your sources. Keep mm-hmm. yourself updated. Understand the the effects of this. Don't feel that since we're not even near the area that it doesn't matter like it's affecting everyone and it's just something that we need to be thinking about but Absolutely. also 
I can understand that seeing these videos and stuff like that is traumatizing. So also don't forget to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. There's definitely resources and stuff like that for like mental health issues when it comes to seeing traumatic stuff like that. Cause I understand. So definitely think about others and definitely take care of yourself as yeah. the spring weather comes upon us. Mm-hmm. Get hopefully. outside. Yes. Enjoy the sunshine. Talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, support is out there. Take advantage of it in any way that you can. Yes. All right, so that's going to wrap up today's episode of Tea Time. Once again, I'm Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at The Vedette. I'm Sandra Esparza, a news and features reporter here at The Vedette. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.